What up, people? It is Sunday, February 28th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast, so let's talk. Uh, first, I want to start by wishing my brother Adrian a happy birthday today. Uh, I love this dude. Always has my back. Always have his back. So I just hope you have a wonderful day today, bro. I love you. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, here in Texas, we had a huge snowstorm. Uh, unlike anything we have experienced before, especially within my lifetime. Temperatures were down. I think the lowest it got was negative one, negative two degrees. And we had no power. Uh, me personally, I lost power. Uh, initially, it started with rolling blackouts to where power would be on for a couple hours. It would go off for three or four, come back on for a couple hours, go back off. And then eventually, I just lost power altogether. Uh, some people lost power and water, but fortunately, I did have water. But also, uh, fortunately, my parents, they still had uh, power and water. So I was able to get to their house uh, a day later after I lost my power. And I ended up staying with them for three days. Uh, it was a very difficult situation. Uh, one that we definitely, as a state, was not prepared for. Um, and basically, our leadership failed us. Uh, Texas has its own independent power grid, so we're not on the national grid. And Texas has deregulated their energy. So, which means with deregulation, uh, the people who run the power grid aren't held to federal standards as far as maintaining the equipment. So what ended up happening was uh, Texas failed to winterize the power plants and they froze. So therefore no uh, natural gas or anything like that was able to get to the power grids to power homes, apartments, etc. And that's strictly due to the lack of regulations um, on this particular power grid. Uh, All other 49 states are on the national grid, which means if one state is having a shortage or having issues, uh, states that are doing fine will flow their energy to the states in need. And with Texas being independent, the only state that's independent like that, um, there was no backup plan for us. So if it goes out, we're out of luck and um, that's what happened a couple of weeks ago here and the thing that made me mad was and still makes me upset to this day is that it didn't have to happen um, if these people at ERCOT uh, and I forgot exactly what ERCOT stands for but if they would have winterized their uh, equipment like they were advised to do over the past 10 years, uh, they've been warned that they needed to do some maintenance and upkeep and winterize uh, their equipment because something like this was destined to happen. And they failed to do so because I think they said it would cost a couple of million dollars per uh, site to do that. So they just chose to not spend the money and just ride it out. And what we found out over the past couple of weeks is that um, a good portion of the board of directors for ERCOT, who maintains the power grid or in charge of the power grid, do not live in Texas. 
So these were people that weren't even affected, but they're making decisions that affect um, Texans. Uh, and some of them have since resigned, but that's not enough. Uh, I think everyone in leadership needs to be held accountable from the governor, Greg Abbott, to the lieutenant governor, um, to our senators. Uh, let's start with Greg Abbott, who's our current governor. Uh, I'm annoyed with him because once this happened and they started doing the rolling blackouts, uh, he went on local news and expressed his uh, deepest sympathies and he said he would get to the bottom of it and uh, he blamed ERCOT for not maintaining the equipment. But then he went on Fox News and he blamed solar energy uh, failing as to why we had the issues we had. And even in that particular interview, he said that solar um, wind turbines windmills, things of that nature, only make up about 10 to 15% of Texas electricity, but he made it seem as if that was the reason Texas had power outages, and once he did that, a lot of people on the right jumped on that that one talking point, um, and I kept seeing posts about the Green New Deal and how it's garbage and all of that stuff, and first off, the Green New Deal uh, is a theory that has not been implemented anywhere. Secondly, in Texas, uh, green energy solar only makes up 10 to 15 percent, and the other 80 85 percent of natural gas and coal failed as well. And last I checked, 85 percent is way more than 10 to 15 percent. But the fact that Greg Abbott chose that time to politicize what was going on in order to um, discredit the Green New Deal, uh, I thought was appalling. And um, it was just a bad look. Um, In situations like that, it's not a time to be political. It's about trying to figure out what's best for your constituents and trying to get people electricity. But going on Fox News and using that one talking point and anyone with common sense will understand if it's only if solar energy is only 10% you still have 80 to 90% of uh, gas that failed as well Um, so just him politicizing it is is just really really pissed me off Uh, secondly Ted Cruz our senator from Texas oh Teddy decided to take off to Mexico with his family and flew commercial as if he was not going to be spotted uh, at the airport or on the airplane. So he was spotted at the airport with his family leaving for Cancun, Mexico during the height of the problems here in the electricity being out and people out of water. He decides to flee to Mexico with his family. Uh, Once all hell broke loose, Teddy came back the next day and he said that his daughters, uh, they were without electricity, and his daughters wanted to leave, and he wanted to be a good dad, so he chose to fly them down to Mexico, and he was coming back the next day anyway, well, which, of course, we found out was a lie. I think they flew out on Monday or Tuesday, and they weren't scheduled to come back until the following Sunday, uh, but once all hell broke loose, 
he changed his flight to the next day, so he was only gone for one day. Um, and throwing his kids under the bus instead of just owning up to it, we were trying to get out of here. Uh, and watching or reading comments of people saying, well, what could he do? You know, he there was no issue with them leaving. What, what could he do? Why would he stay there with no power? Well, I'll tell you why. Because you have someone like uh, AOC and Beto O'Rourke who uh, helped Texas a lot. AOC is from New York, and she raised $5 million to help Texas. And she actually flew to Houston and helped out with uh, getting uh, equipment and supplies together, packing equipment and supplies for people in need. Uh, Beto O'Rourke went door to door in some cases, helping elderly to make sure they had what they needed. Uh, he got, I think, 300,000 volunteers. Um, and that number may be off, but he got a lot of volunteers together to make phone calls to the elderly uh, and people in need to see what they needed and tried to get those supplies to them. So there was a lot Ted Cruz could have done other than running away from his constituents. Um, also, I find it interesting that the person, Ted Cruz, who complains about uh, people from Mexico trying to seek asylum here at the border, chose to fly to Mexico uh, when things got rough here. So I just find it very ironic and hypocritical. And with Ted Cruz, furthermore, being a hypocrite, um, early on when this first happened here in Texas, he sent a letter to President Biden asking for federal assistance uh, to help Texas out. Now, I'm grateful he did that, but the reason Ted is a hypocrite is because he voted against federal aid for California when they had wildfires, and he voted against federal aid for New York when they had hurricanes, saying that uh, their Democratic leadership should have prepared themselves for that. But yet, when Texas needs assistance, he has no problem requesting it. So I just think it's very hypocritical that you don't want to help anybody else, but yet you're looking for a handout or socialism from the Democratic president. And uh, during all of this, people were on the right, were making comments and asking questions, where is Biden during all this? You haven't seen Biden. And what they didn't know is President Biden immediately signed um, the bill for assistance for Texas. He signed the release bill for Texas with no questions asked. Uh, he knew Texas was in need, so he went ahead and signed it. Unlike the dude before, would want you to beg for the assistance and then go on TV and want a pat on the back for giving the assistance. Um, Biden is just built differently. He doesn't need the pat on the back. He didn't need to go on TV and um, brag about what he's done or he didn't ask the Republican-run Texas to beg for assistance. He just did it because that's what presidents do. Uh, so that's what Biden was. Biden was signing the bill and continued to govern like he's supposed to. He didn't need the pat on the back. Uh, and then we have Rick Perry, who said uh, he made a statement that about the deregulation. Uh, Texas are willing to do a more blackouts to avoid having the government in their business. And I think that's one of the most ridiculous things in the world. You can't speak for me on that situation. I do not want to endure blackouts so the government won't be in my business. 
if government regulations will keep this from happening again, I'm all for it. So, uh, Texas politicians, uh, I'm sure, are paid heavily from these oil and gas companies because that's one of the biggest uh, businesses here is the oil and gas company. And moving over to solar would hinder some of that. But there will be more opportunities with solar than uh, oil and gas. But I'm sure this is the reason why the Texas uh, Republican-run um, parties are all in on gas and, and coal because they're getting kickbacks from that. Uh, and then just looking at what's been going on the past couple of weeks in Congress, um, I just feel like most Republicans in Congress are just pure evil people. And Democrats have people on their side too that uh, you know they have their own issues, but most Republicans in Congress I feel are evil. And the reason I say that is um, looking at Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, she put a sign outside her door uh, that says that God created two genders while the congressperson across the hall from her has a child that's transgender. Um, and of course that's done just out of being evil. Rand Paul uh, was questioning a Biden nominee who is a trans person. Uh, not about her qualifications for the job that she was nominated for, but about genital mutilization, genital mutilization of trans kids, which has nothing to do with uh, the job she's she's nominated for. And again, it's just they look for reasons to, in my opinion, just be evil. Uh, none of this has to do with anything because concerning her qualifications for the job she was nominated for. Um, I just thought it was an out-of-line form of questioning, uh, and it had nothing to do with the reason she was nominated for the job or her experience. Uh, also, I think all Republicans voted against the $1.9 trillion tax relief package uh, that included a $15 minimum wage. And based on inflation, uh, I think that $15 is probably um, a good number. Uh, I don't think the minimum wage has been increased for over 20 years, so looking at inflation, it probably should be more than that. But I just don't get why they don't want people to have a living wage or a livable wage. Um, you know, they keep talking about paying you know, if you raise the minimum wage to $15, you'll be paying $70 for a hamburger and ridiculous stuff like that. And even the uh, budget officer said that it would not have a huge impact on businesses. Uh, but we're okay with CEOs of McDonald's uh, or all of these other corporations making seven to $8,000 per hour. But the people that actually do the job only make $7.25 an hour. I think that's laughable. Um, and like I said, Democrats have their issues as well. And I wanted to point out Joe Manchin. And honestly, he shouldn't even be a registered Democrat based on the way he votes and, and some of his thought process. 
uh, he has voted against one of Biden's cabinet nominees. And, you know, a lot of people wondered why initially. But then it came out that this particular nominee um, had some harsh words for Joe Manchin's daughter. Uh, Joe Manchin's daughter was the CEO of a pharmaceutical company called Mylan. And Mylan, during her tenure as CEO, increased the price of an EpiPen from $100 to $500. And this particular nominee criticized that. So it seems as if Joe Manchin is holding that against her now and voting against her. And the margin um, the margin is so slim, Democrats need all Democrats to vote on these things in order to maintain the, the majority. But you have someone like Joe Manchin, he's against the $15 minimum wage as well. Um, so it's going to be hard to get some things done when you have people within your party voting against your their best interests and their constituents' best interests. Um, so I think they all need to be held accountable, uh, Democrats as well as Republicans. Um, also, since the last podcast, Rush Limbaugh died. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, also, Trump was acquitted by the Senate in his role in the January 6th insurrection. Uh, which was expected anyway. Um, I think the trial was a waste of time because the Republicans already had their mind made up prior to that they weren't going to convict him. Uh, so, you know, they went through the motions. Of course, the the Democrats laid out a perfect case with video proof, evidence, everything. Uh, the defense of Trump was horrible. And in any... Um, court of law, they would have been laughed out of court with their defense. It was just hard. But, because uh, Congress were considered the jurors, um, we already knew Ted Cruz and most of the Republicans were not going to vote to convict. And it's amazing how all of these um, senators who were part of the jury when it met with Trump before the conclusion of uh, the trial and guaranteed him that he was fine. So, of course, it gives him another reason to say he wasn't convicted, so he didn't do anything wrong. Um, But New York finally has his taxes, and hopefully he will face uh, state prosecution. Uh, Also, this weekend is the CPAC convention, which is the Conservative Political Action Conference. Um, where they rolled out a golden statue of Trump. And there are pictures of people bowing to this statue. And I saw a dude with a Trump tattoo. And um, this is crazy. It's, but they say this is not a cult. But, you know, the one thing about Democrats, I can say, and speaking for me specifically, is that. Yes, I'm glad Joe Biden is president. He's a Democrat. But I also hold Joe Biden accountable as well. Uh, there are definitely things, even within the past month, that I'm not in agreement with or I think he's taking too long on. For instance, I think he definitely needs to figure out something for justice reform, police reform, things of that nature. That needs to be a priority. Um, I have no problem criticizing him. But these people will not criticize 
control for anything. And that's a dangerous precedent to set. Uh, we, you can't even criticize somebody because nobody's perfect. Um, and smart people hire smart people. You know, the things you don't know, you hire somebody that understands it and that has that expertise to surround you to make the best decisions. But they will not criticize this dude for anything. Um, and the fact that Ted Cruz spoke at the uh, convention the other day and praised Trump and said Trump isn't going anywhere. And Ted Cruz is somebody who ran for president. Thomas Trump is around. He will never be president. Well, I don't think he would be anyway. But just to see how these people have sold their soul for this one person, um, all in an effort to keep his base happy so they don't lose those voters is just ridiculous. Um, I think Trump is the keynote speaker tonight, and I'm sure we'll get a lot of uh, sound bites from that because he hadn't been heard from in a while. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he has to say, but I just hope it doesn't uh, clog up the news cycle for the next few days, but I have a feeling it will. Uh, and also, some of these fools think he's going to be inaugurated on March 6th, so uh, we'll see by next weekend, and then they'll just move the goalpost again when he's not inaugurated. Um, some people think that Joe Biden is not really president. Uh I heard a dude that said um, one theory is that Joe Biden is not at the White House in D.C. He's at a soundstage in California, and he's not actually signing any of the executive orders, or it's a body double, and one conspiracy theory is it's a robot. So this is how far out these people are. Um... And moving to the verbal middle finger for this week, that goes to a man by the name of Joseph Bussard out of Indiana. And there's video footage from a gas station where he got into a verbal altercation with three black teens uh, at the gas station. Uh, there was no nothing physical, it was all verbal. And he left in his truck, but then came back, uh, got out of his truck, walked up to the teens, driver side of the car and just started shooting. Uh, the teens drove off. He pursued them and their car ended up crashing and he killed two of the teens. And the third is in critical condition in the hospital now. And of course he fled the scene and he was later taken uh, into custody peacefully two hours later. Um, I'm not sure if Indiana has a death penalty or not. But I hope this dude gets every bit of justice he deserves. Um, I'm tired of just... And I think it's safe to say this was probably something racial. I'm not 100% on that. And not everything is a race issue. But over the past four years, we have definitely seen an increase um, in situations where it is racial. And that's something that needs to be addressed, too. Uh, so, Joseph Bassard, I hope you get the justice you deserve. Uh, and my quote for this week is, Just do right by people and don't worry if the energy is returned. That's not on you. And basically just treat people how you want to be treated. And if they don't treat you the same, don't worry about it. They'll get what's coming to them. 
So that's all for this week. Until next time, peace.